gentlemen, young lovers. Oh, did that make you cringe? Yeah, I'm just kidding. That's not exactly what I meant. Earlier today, <laughs> I had we were talking about I had a confession to make. Everything strategy, and we're talking business, and I'm getting stoked, and I'm bringing up different topics for podcasts. And out of nowhere, she makes this little giggle, and I go, "What's so funny?" She says, "I don't know why I've never told you this, but I'm like, I need to get it off my chest because I've you noticed use, you keep using you it. use the word lover, and it gives me the ick. It gives me the ick. Oh, I it always has since." Like high school, I think is what I told you. Um, and yeah. you've been playing me this whole time. Yeah, you, okay. babe, it's great. You have I love it. No. So great, babe. Hey. I think it's awesome. I'm finding my voice again. And <laughs> yeah, you have. And letting you know what I don't like. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go back. <laughs> She's like, I found my voice and now I have an opinion about everything. Not everything, but we I can't feel both like have opinions about everything. I don't have opinions about everything. It's just, yeah, you're getting there. I am? Yeah. Oh, look at me go. Yeah. <laughs> but that's the problem is that <laughs> I'm already very opinionated. And when you get very opinionated. I know. Now I'm starting to speak up on certain things. You're like, you're supposed to just say yes and agree. <laughs> yeah, literally. I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> you did not read the instructions manual when we got married. I was explicit in section A, category B, sentence seven. I'm working on myself. You just say, mm-hmm. Yeah, babe. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, the word lovers gives me the ick. Yeah. In high school, I think people use that word. And I always was just like, you shouldn't be making love. Like, <laughs> that's where my brain went when I heard the word lover. Like, this is my lover. I'm like, you guys are sleeping together. You're in high school. Um, or they just say that because they love each other. Yes, but that's not where my brain ever went. And so it's hard for my brain to get past that. And I, I think that's why your opinion of lover is not a universal opinion. 100%. Okay, that's, cool. Yeah, I'm not. Ex- just had to no, confirm no, no. that. Yes. I didn't know if like there was this no, consensus No, so many people use it and that's me. okay. That's just me that I just don't really like the word. This makes me uncomfortable a little bit. Is there any other words that make you really uncomfortable? If I think of some, I'll let you know. Okay. Because I'll make sure to say them. Okay. A lot. Awesome. Make you really uncomfortable. That's fine. It's my job. It's fine. All right, guys. Well, welcome back to the Love and Learn podcast. Uh, this one is not going to be video, so wah, 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 sorry, sorry. but we're trying new things. This is going to be a way different episode than what we usually do, and I feel like my voice is so calm. It's like a radio. I like it. We're also <laughs> uh, recording this at 10 p.m. We are. Baby is asleep. But I feel like this we is... We just took a shower. Okay, 105.7, welcome to the hit late night talk show host, Jeremy Davenport, bringing it to you live with the new jazz. Oh, jazz. Coming up next, Chris Baldwin coming out with a new single, is Orchestra that a, 5. Is that a real person? You just come up with that name? Yeah. Oh? Yeah. Okay. Oh. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, anyways, guys, we, uh, we're we going to be switching things up on how we do the podcast. we got to make this more fun because, to be honest, Liz complains a lot about now about how she just doesn't like the podcast and she's very opinionated. So I am <laughs> not at I'm all. Kidding, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I was I'm like, kidding, wait. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I was like, is that why we're switching it up? No, but we got to make this thing fun. And uh, I've been taking some inspiration from other podcasts. Me? No. Oh. Nope, other podcasts. All right. And uh, I wanted to brainstorm with Liz some ideas. And so we're going to be taking things a little bit different. And uh, I'm excited about it. We'll see how it goes. We'll see if it's it's fun. See if we like it. If we don't, then we can switch it up and we can try new things. 
and uh, we'll take your guys' feedback and uh, we'll see what you guys think too. But it's going to be fun. So uh, we're going to be doing like a couple different segments along with the topic that we actually do for the episode. And I think those will be fun because it just adds a little bit of spice and fun to the episodes and some things to look forward to. Um, and uh, to start it off, Liz is going to be kicking it off with whatever national day it is. I know. I, I was trying to figure it out. I'm like, national blank day. That's kind of what it is. But you see those stupid national holidays that the world just makes? Yeah, they're ridiculous. Yeah, so fun. So fun. <laughs> I was getting all are you into a, it today. Are you an, uh, an adamant participant in the no, national days? No, not until today. Oh, t- yeah. <laughs> today is the day. Today's the day. <laughs> That's what I wanted to call this segment. Today's the day. What is today? Well, today. Today? Is National Lazy Mom Day. Oh, <laughs> oh. No. Yeah. That's that's what I chose to share. Um, so during the first Friday in September, National <laughs> Lazy's Mom Day delegates can, oh, every Hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> All I can imagine right after that is somewhere in there it, it involves pumpkin spice latte no. and a scarf. No. What? Here's the thing. I thought- The first week of let September? Me, let me- Oh, I see what you're saying. It could. It could. Um, no. When I first read like National Lazy Moms Day, it's like, are we celebrating moms being lazy? Like, what's what's the vibe here? Hmm. But let me finish. Don't cut me off. And I'll tell you how this holiday- Don't tell me what, what this holiday is about. Um, so during the first Friday in September, National Lazy Moms Day delegates everyday mom jobs to someone else. Busy moms <laughs> know that the work of being a parent is never done. However, occasionally parents need to recharge, you know? The laundry and dishes will be there later when possible. We can find someone to wash the kids or I can take a nap and you can find someone else to do the uh, job for you. Did you say wash or watch the kids? Um, both. They need to be clean <laughs> okay. and watched. All right. Just needed to get clarification there. Um, watch. Yeah. So it's National Lazy Moms Day. So in other words, it's National Pick Up the Slack Day for dads. For anyone. The kids. The kids can do something. Yeah. Um, if they're old I'm gonna, enough. I'm, I'm, I'm going to hit up Silas and be like, hey, buddy, I need you to start picking up around the house here. Wasn't I your sippy cup? It's a day that a mom gets to take a nap. She gets to go on an outing by herself. Hmm. She doesn't need to change a diaper. Mm. Mm, I like this day. It's so funny because this is like what just anyone that isn't a parent gets to do all the time. <laughs> I know. It's like, wait, I get to sleep in? I get to thing? avoid no. the responsibilities? Yeah. I don't have to change a diaper. You just, there's never, there's no off. Yeah. You can't just be like, okay, I'm done. Like, I'm just going to take a break. It doesn't yeah. work like that. True. If it needs to be done, it's got to be done. Yeah. Um, You don't just go to work, come back and hang out. No, you're still a mom. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's a fun day. Yeah. Um, So all the moms out there that are listening, happy Lazy Mom Day. I hope you can find a task to delegate to someone else today. All of them. Delegate all, all the all, tasks. All of, all of the tasks today. And you can. You um, only get the fun ones. You get like. The fun laughs and snuggles and, but the rest can <laughs> the go to second, The second the kid starts crying, it's like, nope, gone. <laughs> Not my job oh, today. He's good now. He's good now. Bring him back. Bring him back. Bring him back. Okay. Yep. He's in a good mood. All right. Bring him here. You already <laughs> fed him? All right. Bring him here. He's a poopy diaper. Take him away. He's clean? Bring him back. <laughs> that's that's how the day's going to go. Yeah. The, the, the highest convenience is to just be at your leisure. Yeah. All right. Well. That sounds pretty awesome. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, thanks for sharing that list. You're welcome. Way to kick it off. Yep. Uh, I'm going to kick it off with my own version, which is this day in history. 
And uh, I looked this up and there's obviously like a lot of different things that happen in history, but there's one that really stuck out to me. And I think this one might be a little too soon to bring up. Oh no. But I think that it's, I think that it's, uh, it's an important part of history. So today in history, in a search led by American oceanographer Robert Ballard, the wreck of the Titanic was found on the ocean floor at a depth of about 13,000 feet. History, baby. Oh, no. <laughs> Just a, a little too fresh out of Ocean Gate. And uh, I thought that was a little funny. I think for we should history. just take a moment of silence. All right. That's, so, yeah. yep, to all those that were lost in that, apparently they, they shut down the whole company. Oh, well, as they should. Right. As but they, they were they were going to keep going. That was the thing, though. They, they had like lawsuits. They were kind of like dismissive from the public, but they were going to keep doing things. And they were like, no, no we got to shut They're this like, oh, it got too big. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the whole world knows about Ocean Gate. Everyone, oh when you, when you think about like how oh, crazy of a situation that is, the amount of like still, pressure. Oh, my heart breaks. I remember us sending videos back it. and forth of each other, like new ways of like displaying how the the compression yeah. at like point zero 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 one seconds like imploded the, the like, like the submarine and the, how it fast insane. it was, yeah. which was wild. Just like I don't know, there was a huge surge. I don't know if you saw this, but. After watching one video from me on YouTube, like my whole feed was just like anything ships. But then you would read the comments and it's like, Ocean Gate brought me here. And so like everyone's <laughs> like, I have a unlocked a new fear, which is like anything. And like, the ocean. I saw like one ad for like well, a cruise. The, oh. And they were like, yep, after Ocean Gate, I have an irrational no, fear. No, because like it was like Ocean Gate was happening and then there was like the like storms on cruise ships and then there was a ton of shark attack incidents all at like the same time all i didn't over hear TikTok. about those oh so many and people were like i think the oceans matter to us guys like i think we should oh just my lay low for a little bit leave her alone <laughs> oh yeah there was a there was a lot of things i a, didn't see those hmm? no well, i just saw ocean gate saw all of it uh, well yeah. i don't know what we did to piss off uh mother nature but i, I hope that we haven't heard from her in a while actually there's hurricanes well hillary was kind of a <laughs> I think Florida's getting some stuff right now. Yeah, Florida always has something that's though. That's true. That's like a Tuesday for them. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, that's your that's your day in history and your national day. So that's our what is today day segment. <laughs> that's not what it's called, but we're gonna figure out a name. If you have an idea, definitely shout it out to us. Um, and uh, yeah, so that's what we got for you. Fun little segment that we wanted to start it off with. Make it fun. A little bit of history, maybe for you guys, for all you history buffs out there. But transitioning out of that. We got a topic for you guys today that I think is going to be very informative for people who aren't yet parents. Uh, if they are parents, they can maybe relate to a lot of these things. But I think yeah. that for people that maybe are interested in learning, like, what's it like? Because I get that question yeah, all the time. I think that. But also, I think if you are a parent, it's also nice to be validated Yeah. in certain things. Totally. So I do think it also is also for them. It's like yep. hearing it back. You're like, ah yes it's not just me or yeah. like i feel that way but or, like it happens all the time where people come up and they ask you like oh my gosh how's it being a parent or they're like what's it like with the baby and like how's the baby and those things and it's always like small talk they're never asking for like a really full in-depth answer so i feel like this to some degree is kind of like that fuller breakdown of some of those things where like what is it like being a parent mm -hmm. um so we're talking about six different 
lessons slash things that we have learned since having our first born. Uh, and Liz? No, gonna, I was going to say, and Jer, you're going to kick it off for us. Oh, well, I guess you beat me to it. <laughs> I, t- I cut you off to it. You did. That's all right. No, no worries. All right. I was waiting so, for my little moment and it didn't come. <laughs> yeah. So each of us picked three different um, lessons for ourselves to kind of share and kind of come at it. And that's yep. what we're going to kind of do with the podcast is we're going to kind of have topics set up, but we're going to come with our own content to kind of bring to it so that we kind of can. So that I talk more. Yeah. That's, so that, th- that's, that's what it is. Transparently, like that's the objective because Liz talks about 10% of the time and I talk nonstop. But I'm getting better. But she's getting better. I have opinions. You do. <laughs> You do. Um, all right. And, w- and then just to preface, we have a seven-month-old. So yeah, it's not like we've gone through all of the parenting things yet. We haven't yeah, had don't to, roast us. Yeah, we haven't had to parent. We haven't had the tantrums. We haven't had... There's a lot we haven't experienced yet. Yes. But as far as in the seven mo- seven months that we've had a baby, this these are the lessons and things that we've learned. So, yeah, yeah, totally. Well, the first that I will say is a little bit unique to our lifestyle this isn't going to be the same for everybody, but also I have, I have no idea what the world is like. Everything is so different. You think that like, you know, everyone in your bubble does the same thing, but then people do so many different things. But for us, we're self-employed and now it seems like work from home is also like a really common thing. So mm-hmm. work from home almost feels like self-employed to some degree because you kind of pick and choose your hours and just kind of do leisurely what you want and wear PJs. But for the people that do nine to fives, this isn't as relevant. So apologies, we can't really connect with you on what the experience is like, which really like also kind of breaks my heart because for a lot of the times they get, you know, maternity leave or a paternity leave, but then they have to like jump back into work. Yeah. And like we do have a huge blessing of being able to be home mm-hmm. and like be with Silas all the time and like have family that can watch him, but we don't have to worry about finding a daycare or a sitter and then having to go back to work right away, um, which is a huge blessing. But I will also say that that is one of the hardest things that I have had to learn so far in this new season is like how hard it is to balance life. And I think that this also coincides with the fact that pre-baby, a lot of commitments, post-baby, still a lot of commitments. Yeah, we didn't do good at planning. (laughs) Well, that's really hard to do because when... There's like financial obligations. That is true. It's not like we're doing these as hobbies. We're trying to like yes. plan out our finances. But the the blessing and curse of like entrepreneurship is that, you know, the it's the, the higher the risk, the higher the reward. If you can like pull it off and you can push through and be patient and be diligent and persevere through some of the yeah. hardest seasons of like, you know, self-employment, of being an entrepreneur, being a business owner, then eventually if you are consistently learning and trying to grow in your craft, you'll eventually make it. Like that's just like how it works. You eventually learn enough, you make enough mistakes and, you know, you find success in it. And that's where like you might find higher reward, but that's also at a cost. And I hate when I hear all these stories of like these guys that are entrepreneurs, they did it with the team or they had like four of them that like jumped in on this project or it was uh, they had a ton of funding or they had like family that could support them and stuff. Uh, In our situation, we don't have additional funding from anyone. We don't have investors. We don't have, you know, anyone who's like pouring money into the company to help it grow. We're doing it ourselves. It's called bootstrapping. But then on top of that, uh, the businesses that we have, we're kind of like separated into two different ones. Kind of have like two that are pretty predominant right now. And one of them is making money, but it's not making profitable money for us as a family. 
The other one is, and that's weddings. So weddings is what makes us money. The other one's called Ask Us Why. It makes money, but it's not enough for like bills and stuff. And I reinvest a lot of that back into it, Mm -hmm. which is what you're supposed to do in business. But um, because of that, and weddings being the number one thing, before baby, it was easy to kind of like juggle between some of them and kind of go back and forth Mm -hmm. and figure it out because we had 24 hours in a day to like do whatever we wanted, you know? Yeah. But post baby, that was one of the hardest things just to like figure out and we're still trying to figure out is I, just I think we're getting there. We're getting there for Finally, sure. Finally after 7 months. After 7 months. But and and <laughs> that's why you need to have like so much grace because it's our first time having a kid. Yeah. So like with things like breastfeeding and figuring out schedules and oh figuring out how to raise a child, there's just so much to that and on yeah. top of it trying to keep up your pace. And that was that was really hard for us especially with our couples that we had galleries do for yeah. because you were doing the photos and I was doing the video. But then the second we had Cy, I mean, you were like, imagine it's maternity leave. Like you're not doing work and it's not that you're like hanging around doing whatever. It's like you're literally trying to like be a mother for the first time. Yeah. And that's exhausting. You're not getting a lot of sleep. It's a lot of breastfeeding for us. It was a whole different nut case of trying to figure out that. And yeah, you know, we had a lot of feeding issues. Yeah, <laughs> just stuff like that. So then I had to assume roles for both of those things or pretty much all the business. Yeah. And and I will say just to play the other side of it, we, we sh- could have planned a little better. Like I know, totally. like if going back, I wish I would have worked a little harder prior to having the baby. But I also know where I was mentally before, like, leading at the very end yes. and how I was feeling and it was just so hard well but I, physically you're in pain all the time and you're exhausted yeah, yeah. and you yeah yeah you didn't it's it's hard yes. regardless yes okay, we can always aware. do better but yes I just wanted to say that sure. like I'm fully aware totally. I like I I wish we were but we, yeah we just we didn't like fully in, understand the total brevity of the situation and so we kind of got into it and then realized like holy crap we're going to be behind and so like we were late on galleries and we were late mm-hmm. on like videos and editing and so I had we to were like trying guys we it were was trying. just a lot of that but all, all of this is take because we could make this uh, its whole, whole oh, right, episode <laughs> is just that like Trying to balance life as a self-employed person or just a business owner, an entrepreneur, whatever mm-hmm. it is. And that's both of us. It's not just one of us. Like we do that together. Yeah. And that's I think the difference is sometimes you have like some source of steady income in the business and you can kind of work around that. For us, it's like this is literally our income. Yeah. So trying to wrestle with that plus trying to spend time with family plus trying to still have some sort of a social life but trying to manage and like maintain all of those aspects so hard. Yeah. So hard. And so that's definitely something where I thought I could prepare myself enough for it. And we've, we had a lot of hard conversations in that season of leading up to like Silas coming because mm-hmm. I was in fear of that. I'm like, I got to get this stuff set up because the second he comes, like it's over. Like, I, you know, there's so much time that you lose and it's so true. And so it just, it teaches you so much about having to really put more intentionality between behind like every decision you make and if it's worth your time and if it's going to like have a positive outcome or like have in business terms like a return on your investment. So like if I were to go invest time into like this project, is it going to have an actual outcome that I want? And it's a really great thing to learn, but it's a very hard thing to go through. So that's my lesson one is just trying to balance life as a self-employed person way harder Hmm. than it sounds. Yes. Okay, your turn. My turn. Um, my first lesson, I wrote down like a ton and then I found ways to combine them all into three. So Wonderful. <laughs> my first one is I I think I really underestimated time in general. Yeah. But I've learned just like how quickly time actually goes and how it's That's true. It's so like sad, but also exciting. Um 
But just like over the course of seven months, I feel like we blinked and it was over. Yeah. The amount of times I grieve just time being gone Mm -hmm. is insane. I cry often about it. Trying to shift the mindset on that, which is something I'm like working on. But it's just so it's so crazy to me how fast time goes and how you have to be so much more intentional with the time you have and being Mm -hmm. more present and actually trying to like take in all the little moments, all of the things. Right. Um, and even like the time you have free, it's like, how do I want to spend this? Which I'm working on that now. <laughs> There's times where I'm like, I just need to shut my brain off and do something like to not. Right. Yeah. But like even like the time, like we don't get a ton of time together now, mm-hmm. which is expected. We knew that, but it's still just, I think it still hits harder when you're like, we really, really don't have a lot of time just to like go do something without having to worry about another little human, whether he's napping, right. it's like, he'll wake up soon. We don't have much longer. Mm-hmm. All of those type of things. Um, where now when we do get those moments, it's so much sweeter. Like being able yeah. to go on a date, we do not do those often. We're trying, trying to figure it out. But like I get more excited thinking about it. Like if there was one on the calendar, I'm like, oh my gosh, you're good to go. Like <laughs> that's so cool. <laughs> um, Yeah, time just flies by. It flies by. It just doesn't make you sad. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, yes, mean? but uh, not not Alyssa sad. Yeah, I get very sad about Alyssa it. Alyssa sad is like if she talks about something long enough, that's emotional. Yeah, I can feel them, but I'm trying not to cry. That's okay. <laughs> Non-video. Yeah, it's not video. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, but I've like within that though, I love that I'm letting myself be sad mm-hmm. about time going because I feel like it's so easy to just be like, now like just ignore it and move on but yeah because i'm aware that it's happening yeah (laughs) because i'm aware it's happening i feel like i'm i'm really just trying to take in the time that he is little yeah and but like still grieve all those little like things that we let go as time goes on so it's like ending this and now he like crawls but he's never gonna like not crawl again right i'm gonna cry (laughs) (laughs) i can't talk about it am i supposed to take the mic now no, it's okay. Oh, okay. Well, you said you can't talk about it. I don't know if that meant like you need No, I need to not keep going that route. Um, but I just... <laughs> <laughs> um, but then trying to like get excited about the future of things that are coming up right. is really like what I'm able to like pull out of that, if that makes sense. But yeah. Yeah. I've also learned I'm really emotional about everything. Yeah. But you were like that before too. Yeah. So. Yeah. But that little nugget really just pulls it out of me. That's true. <laughs> That's very true. Um, but yeah. Nice. Yeah. Is that it? Yeah. I love it. <laughs> There's no video, but I'm sitting here with just tears. <laughs> oh my gosh. Sorry, I'm fine. All right, I'm gonna carry All the right, mic yeah, now. Carry it on, carry it on. Next one, which actually like kind of ties into that. So my lesson number two is I've realized how much more I cherish life in all aspects. Uh, the, the weirdest and funniest example of it is whenever we watch like movies and TV shows together and we see like a life lost and it's especially if it's someone yeah. like you've even just like remotely become emotionally invested with in like the, a character in the, in show the character, movie. if it's like a, a no name, you're like, Oh, whatever. But like, if it's someone that you kind of know or have gotten to know, or especially if it is a main character, yeah. like I'm not the type to cry, but like you know that feeling when like you're getting emotionally built up and you're, you're like, right wow. about to cry. Yeah. I get that a lot more where I'm like, oh my gosh, this is actually like really sad. Mm-hmm. And it's such a weird thing. But I think it's because I just, I don't know. When you have a child and you get to like see life being brought into the world and you see how like miraculous it is, 
And then on top of that, that like we are his parents, mm-hmm. like we're going to raise him into this world. But like, I'm so excited. <laughs> we one day will like not be there. And like, oh. it's that, but also it's that like, there's, and this is stupid, but like, there's just like stories all the time of like how kids like. No. Uh, here's the thing, because I know exactly what you're going to say. And I, yeah. it pops up in my TikTok all the time or just social media. And I used to like watch them. I'm like, I can't. As soon as I hear him start talking about it, I have to keep going. I'm like, oh. This is like kids passing away. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. So like <laughs> it's those things where it's like the out of nowhere like situations or stories. I, I remember we did like a fun little movie night one night out in the living room. And she was like, you going to pick a movie? And I was like, yeah. And I decided like, you know what? I'm going to pick a movie that's a little bit less like remy where it's like action and like a marvel movie or or something like that i was like i'm gonna i'm gonna pick a movie that's more like drama more thriller more like what list loves and i found this movie and i was like oh this should be a good movie uh she hated it no but not okay. because the movie was, sucked but because so of how like emotionally like tearing it was it because called? i can't oh. remember the name of it it has hugh jackman in it and it yeah, has you keep talking um, about it and has another pretty big actor and I can't remember the name. It's the, um, yeah, I, oh, Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah. And uh, it's those two guys and it's it's about Hugh Jackman's daughter and this other guy's daughter being taken or kidnapped. And because they're kidnapped, then they're trying to figure out like, are they alive or not? And it's like this foot race between like the detective and Hugh Jackman kind of taken on the role as detective the himself. The movie is called Prisoners from 2013. Prisoners. And it's a brilliant film because so it kind of takes on the two concepts of one, the the kids being prisoners, but also the father being a prisoner to his like lack of feeling that he can control the situation. And so then he, spoiler alert, takes the supposed uh You don't need to buy me sure the spoilers. Spoilers of the movie that was dropped like fifteen years ago. Okay, I guess it's fine. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, I know you guys had that in your agenda to go watch in theaters this weekend. <laughs> But uh, I'm totally gonna burst the bubble for you. Uh, but like one of the one of the guys that's like supposedly the the kidnapper, he he takes him and and he kind of tortures him. It's a crazy film. But anyways, the point is is that like the whole idea of like the kids being kidnapped and like if they're alive or if they're dead, and then the stories of like other kids that were kidnapped and killed and that kind of stuff. It's just like by the end of it, Liz was like, "You're never allowed to pick movies again." The whole time, my heart was just like. My stomach was in knots. My heart was racing. I'm like, yeah. this is hitting me too close to home. Like Silas was sleeping in his crib. I'm like, I have, <laughs> he's still in there, right? And like that night, I'm like, are all the doors locked? Someone's going to snow my baby. Oh my like, God. Yeah. <laughs> but, I know it's dramatic, but. But it's stuff like that where just, you just cherish life so much more and you want to be so much more protective of it. I used to be mm-hmm. such a reckless kid, especially like right into like end of high school into college. I used to do a lot of really dumb things <laughs> and it's because I thought I was invincible. But now I'm like, do I even want to get on this like little mini pit bike and drive around with my friends? Because what happens if I crash? What happens if I get hit by a car? Like I have a family that I need to be here for. And so I get like super like hesitant with so many things too. Cause yeah. I'm like, there's just so much more to life. Like life is so beautiful and it's so precious. Mm-hmm. And I think because we saw life come into the world and like, it's, it's like we talk about this, but like the first cry of a baby uh. when they come out, like, it's amazing. I'm like, anyone's baby now triggers me. Before, I thought it was like, wow, that's like so beautiful. Yeah. But it reminds us of our exact yes. moment. Yes. It's, it's like we know that thing. moment. Yeah. And now whenever I like watch like vlogs or like birth vlogs or something like that, yeah. whenever I get to hear like that person's baby, it just like, oh, I know that moment for you. And that's yep. so awesome. And it's crazy because it's just like it's the first breath of life in air. And that's 
just I don't know. I don't know how you don't believe in God after you see something oh, like that happen. Um, but it, it's just so beautiful. So yeah, that's my second lesson is just I have become a lot more sappy, even though I'm a very like hard guy. I've definitely leaned into like a more emotional uh, posture in a lot of situations, or at least just how I process things. He is a journal a now. More... He writes down his feelings. No, I don't. I don't. I don't do <laughs> just that. Uh, I'm not there, but uh, but I know that this is something like they talk about is like a, a pretty common thing that like guys. Oh, yeah. After they have kids, become a lot more em- empathetic. Simon Cow. Yeah, sure. Uh, Simon Simon Cow, uh, the British, uh, you know, uh, music producer. Music producer. America's Got Talent. America's Got, got talent. talent. You know. Anyways. Yeah, I want to say what what is his role on like he's judge. a host judge. There it is. That's the word I was looking for. I couldn't figure it. Out. <laughs> I was like British what? <laughs> British something. British judge. Um, but yeah, so crazy, wild. So if you if you if you're dating a man's or you're married to a man's and you're like gosh you're just such a hard like dude like there's got to be a teddy bear in there just have babies he'll become a teddy bear <laughs> solution solved they'll come right out they'll come right out <laughs> all right you're up <laughs> all right second lesson um, was that I've learned to not underestimate myself um, mm. Mm. oh. oh. And I feel like this is a lot more, especially recently. I think it's been like slowly over time, but very much so recently. Um, And I'm proud of myself. I'm going to say that. I'm very proud of myself. Um, I'm proud of you. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Oh, my words of affirmation heart. Um, (laughs) (laughs) No, but I think even throughout pregnancy, watch me cry again just because I can't talk about anything related to pregnancy and birth and babies. (laughs) Um, No, but I was so like scared to... Be a mom, like, so, so excited, but just scared that I wouldn't be, like, good at it or, right. oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> really happy the, there's no video today. For, for those of you, yeah, she's, we picked the right one for video, but I don't know if you guys is the, I don't know if you ladies are like this out there, but whenever you start to get emotional, Liz loves to start making noises and sounds, and she's like, hoo, 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 hoo. <laughs> Trying like, to like ooh, try, hype myself up, I'm like yeah, yeah, you got this. Hold it together. Trying to like suck in whatever testosterone she can from her <laughs> surrounding environment to be like, don't be a baby, don't be a baby, don't, don't be a baby. Don't cry, don't cry. Only babies cry. <laughs> I'm fine. And then it end up, ends up just being really weird because she's like crying and her eyes are super red, but she's like <laughs> full open mouth. So she's just hard like, not <laughs> 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 um, <laughs> anyways, yeah. <laughs> I just was, I was scared of not being able to do it all. And that's like, I don't want to say, it kind of goes to my next one a little bit, but um, like learning that I can do it all has been really humbling and awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, but then in the moment, like throughout the day and stuff, I'm able to do so much more when I just take that pressure off myself to try and do it all. Right. It's what I've learned recently, which has been awesome. Um like I'm a full-time mom, but I'm also trying to run a business with you and like pull my weight. And I also have dreams of wanting to like be an esthetician down the line, obviously not right now in the season, which is okay. But then also, you know, trying to keep up with everything in the house, like laundry, dishes, groceries, cooking, yeah, feeding a baby. Um, and then also being your wife, like right. you're still like just trying to balance all of that was so overwhelming. And I feel like I was failing in so many different like some of those categories all at once mm-hmm. i would just get so like hard on myself um but once i like took that pressure away yeah oh so amazing um yeah i just learned that i'm like capable of so much more when i stop limiting 
myself. Limiting that, that mindset. Sense? Yes, that's a better way to word it. I'm like, I don't know how to word that, but yeah. Um, yeah, like it, it was slowly over time, but even just like setting small goals for myself, like, hey, I'm just going to like get this one thing done today and I will feel accomplished. Like obviously baby will be cared for in all, all the regards he right. needs to be. That's by default. Um, yes, by default. Like that's that was always my thing, but everything else would kind of just like fall behind and it would it'd suck. I feel like I was burdening you with stuff um, mm. that I wasn't able to do like work wise and the house was messy and just like all of the things. Right. Um, but um, yeah, once that mindset was shifted, I just feel like I'm capable of so much more. And even looking back on all like the hard seasons like pregnancy, I'm so excited to do it again now because yeah. I know I'm capable of so much more in that. Totally. And same with like newborn stage. I'm like, yeah, it was hard, but like I'm so excited to do that again and try it again. Totally. Um, but yeah. I love that. Thanks. Yeah, it's a huge <laughs> it's a huge lesson. And that definitely wasn't learned overnight. Like it's been no. seven really hard months of trying yeah. to figure it out and having to like overcome mindsets. Yes. I, I feel so grateful though that like we've had such an easy baby. Yeah. So that like mentally when I'm struggling like throughout this whole time, it's been like not way too much where I'm like right. drowning in it, you know? Yeah. The so, hardest thing about him right now is that he wants to climb literally everything that yeah. is I can't. Sight. If he's awake, there's no way I'm getting anything done. It's yep. just, I've accepted that and that's okay. <laughs> but because of that, I'm able to like, I'm not sitting there when he's awake, like trying to do everything and exhausting myself. Yeah. But learning like, I know my limits. That's like goes in hand in hand. I've learned like what my limits are when. Yeah. And then able to like maximize the time in the best way. Yeah. So. Totally. Yeah. So it's like when he's awake, I'm like, all right, I'm here. Let's do it. What are yeah. we doing today? How are we going to entertain you? But also yep. like I'm resting while you're playing with me. Yeah. And as soon as he goes out for a nap, I'm like, all right, like here's my priorities list. This is what we're getting done. And I'm um, like in like a two hour time frame prior to having a baby. I feel like I can never get anything done. Right. Now I have a two hour window and I'm like, oh my God, I did so many things. I'm like, it's 11 a.m. and we've had two outings. I've cleaned the house. I've fed you. I've got myself ready. We both ate just so many things. Yeah. It's fun, but. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it makes me also think of like those like moms that are like three or four kids in and it's like, how do you do it? You're pregnant. You're holding a kid in your hand and you got two more running around. It's like, oh, it makes sense. Like you slowly build up confidence every time you've like done this yeah. again and you're like, easy and then i remember like listening to moms being like what was it like you know like giving your like going in like your fourth baby and like pushing and like pregnancy and delivering on they're like yeah it was whatever just yeah. walked in and it was like really just that casual it's like yeah i mean it's like your fourth time like we've already done this a bunch it's not the same <laughs> as the firstborn the firstborn is the most special by far because you're breaking the the ice into a whole the new the first one world. makes you a parent yes yeah yeah that's the you can you only become a parent for the first time once. Right. So. And not a dog parent. Yeah. It doesn't Very count. different. You didn't yeah. grow that and push it out of your body. No, you didn't. And you didn't. Uh, <laughs> I, did, I, did, I didn't do anything either way, actually. No. It's kind of the same thing. It's okay. I did a little bit and it was very enjoyable. So anyways, <laughs> we're going to move on to my third lesson. And my third lesson is it is so hard to explain to people what it's like to be a father. And in that sense, I kind of talked about this already, but people ask all the time. They're just like, what's it like? Like, how is it? And it's like, I, I always feel like no answer is significant enough or like adequately explains how I feel about what it means to be a father. There's just no words, at least at this time in my life and in this season, I have no way of being able to like verbally 
maybe if I talk about it enough, I can verbally process it. But like, it's just so much. It is so different. It's yeah. not, it's not getting a new job. It's not getting a new car. It's not buying a home for the first time. It's not moving states. Like it's none of those things because it's, you've created a human being that is literally of your blood. And like in this process, like Silas, as he's grown, obviously to become more and more aware of his surroundings, like he looks at us differently than like everybody else. Mm -hmm. But like when he looks at us and this is not how every baby is, but he's a very smiley baby. So when he looks at us, it's always the biggest smiles in the world and nothing beats that look. Yeah. Nothing. I can be in the worst mood possible. (laughs) And you know this too. We could literally be like arguing about something and then all of a sudden you leave, (laughs) you grab him from like waking up from a nap and you walk out and it's just like, Hi. Yeah, and it's like the sweetest smile and it's just like I can't be mad at the world I will say I want to add on this is like a small lesson I guess to add in the middle of that I feel like you learn that like not not there's a lot of things that really just don't matter like yeah. the little arguments and stuff like yep. if something like that can just like pull you right out of it it's like right. why was I stressing over that why was I it's like it's yeah. so minute yeah, there's we so can much be, more we can be passive a lot with a lot of things but we definitely are really good about like looking over it and just kind of moving on with the day <laughs> So. We've gotten better at it, I think. Oh, you mean more like picking our fights. It's like, why are we yeah. even, why is this a thing? Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But I just, I get that question all the time. And I just think that like one of the biggest lessons that I've learned is that it's an experience that you'll never be able to fully explain and comprehend until you do it yourself. And pe- everyone says that. And, it's, and it's, everyone says that. And it's true. It's not that like when you're pregnant, like this is my experience, people are like, just wait until this, just wait. It's like, oh, you'll know it. Like, you hear it and it just kind of goes in one ear out the other. You're like, I know people, everyone says it, but yep. when you experience it, it is just so, so sweet. Yeah. It's so sweet. And I've always desired to be a father and it's a blessing in itself to cherish that like I get to be a father mm-hmm. and that's such a huge responsibility. And so with all of those things in mind, it's just the thought of the, like where I'm at in life, being the age that I am trying to do all the things that I'm doing but getting to be a father too and getting to like raise him and be there for him and get to love on him and play with him. Like there's, it's just the coolest thing in the world. And so it gets me really excited for other people to experience it. And like my, my thought is like, I'm the type where I can try to like prepare for a lot of things or try to get really knowledgeable on something. And there's nothing that can prepare you for like what it is. You can try and like think of the pragmatic things where it's like how to change a diaper. Well, let me tell you, I put on the diaper backwards in the hospital the first time so we ever like had him. <laughs> Liz was in the bathroom. The nurse came in and was like, oh, he needs to change. And I was like, oh, my God, this is my moment. I got to figure this thing out. And the nurse came back in later and she was like, oh, his diaper's on backwards. <laughs> and I was like, frick, I've been exposed. I just, and more, every time I think about it, I'm like, it's so it's so much harder to put it on backwards than forward. Like you had to take the little flaps and go around his back. Yeah, it's just whatever. cute to think about. Whatever. I love that you did that. Well, that was my first time, so I had nothing to compare it to. <laughs> but it's just being a father is wild. And asking that question, even if you're that person that asks other people that question, like what like what what are you expecting as a response? Like, are you expecting the like short, like, oh, it's great, man, it's awesome. It's like, oh man, that's just that's so awesome to hear. And it's like that's cool, but like, do you actually want to like learn what it's like to be a father? Do you actually want to like hear their heart and like how it's changed their life, or are you just kind of like making small talk? And I think most of the time people are just making small talk, but it it's caused me to just think about like the crazy, profound <laughs> experience of being a father and how 
Nothing will ever express <laughs> what it is. And on top of that, it changes the way you view your relationship with the Lord because mm-hmm. I will do, I would do anything for Silas. Yes. I literally like, even if like Cooper is like just playing around in the living room, if he even like seems to be coming like close to Silas and might hurt him, I'm like, move. And I'll like push him out of the way really Cooper's quick. Cooper's our dog. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> By the way, Cooper is our dog. <laughs> Cooper's our roommate, um, but he's blind and he likes to play. And uh, sometimes he just doesn't know what he's doing. No, it's our dog. And sometimes he gets too close. I like, I'll, I'll immediately push him away because I already get like so protective over him. But I'm like, dude, I'll do anything for this kid. And my brain just went, I'll push Silas away so that I can play with Cooper. <laughs> <laughs> Silas, get out of the way. <laughs> he pushes the dog away to protect the baby. Yes. But that's, I know it's a silly example, but the the principle is the same that like I would do anything for him. And to think about that, it's like that makes so much sense in the fact that like God would, you know, he loves us so much and he literally sent his son to die for us. But trying to think about like Silas would be that, I'm like, nah, nah, fam, uh, you ain't dying. You ain't dying know. for some like hobo on the side of the street who's doing crack and, you know abused his wife or something like that like those are the people that you're like i uh, genuinely i'm sorry just i'm just i'm so not jesus of what he did yes it just it, it it changes the way you view that relationship because you realize not only how much he loves us because of the dynamic of parent to child but on top of that how much he loves us by giving up his one and only son on the cross mind-blowing nothing will explain it until you have kids and I think that's part of the reason why god like encourages us to continue to have kids because mm-hmm. it opens your mind and, and it invites you into a new world to perceive that relationship so much more different, you know? And obviously like people can be single their whole life and can still have an amazing relationship with the Lord. So it's not to say that, but it definitely changes so much about how you view how the Lord loves us, which is wild. So that's my tip number three. I love it. What's yours? All right. My tip number three is that I've learned the importance of our marriage even more Mm-hmm. And how like we're a team and we need to rely on each other. And not just like I want to say like our marriage, but also just community in general. Yeah. How important that is. Yep. Um, yeah, it's crazy. Um That's it. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> so important. Um, no, but it's like I think you take a lot of things for granted until you realize like what what's the word I'm looking for? You just take things for granted yeah. until you're not able to do those things. Well, you just realize like going back to like time, like time is such a valuable thing. And when yeah. you realize that, you know, like your freedom, yeah, we can't just go do things when we want. Um, we don't just have the time to do things, but we like whatever we want when we want. If right. I need a nap, I can't just do that. Right. A lot of things like that. Um, but like, that's a, that's a lot to carry. It's a lot of it's a burden to carry. Totally. Um, and not to like discredit you at all, but it's like, I am somewhat of a stay at home mom. Yeah. I can't just. I'm not a stay at home dad. Like it's a joke that I've heard, but it's so true. It's like, you don't hear dads asking to go to the bathroom, but like anytime like Remy's home, if I need to go, I'm like, can I go to the bathroom? Can you watch him? Like, <laughs> yeah, that's true. it's like, it's funny that you'd like ask permission to do things and not uh, obviously it's not the case for everyone right <laughs> it's just like a funny situational thing um but i just lost my whole train of thought my lesson i will add to it though but yeah. like the idea oh, yeah. of, of just our marriage in general and like yes we knew that we love each other and that we're committed to each other before being like you know with yeah. child but after having a child you realize 
how limited time is for everything and yes. that the time we do get to spend because what I do and for context is all typically even though we're both work from home and we're self-employed I still leave the house on most days to mm-hmm. go like get work done at a coffee shop because yeah. yeah I need uninterrupted workflow that and also you being here was hard on me yeah to see like it's like if you had a moment where you're not working like for a second you step away I'm like you could be helping me with the baby yeah you could be doing this or just like little moments like that that would creep in to totally. my heart unfortunately <laughs> but no, it was just I, like it sounds very natural yeah but it's just like you're home and i would like you to be doing more and helping more and yeah. all of that but it's like i'm still working when he naps why can't we watch him and work when he naps together right. so it was just it was easier for him to leave um but i think even just like the importance of our marriage and like continually continually working on it yeah i feel like we've had really good conversations throughout Totally. His life so far of just like us working on each other throughout it. Um, just we, we keep changing. I feel like especially me, but like you too. But yeah, um, just our knees are changing and needs. Did I say knees? Mm, I don't know. <laughs> our needs with a D are changing. <laughs> <laughs> and just like those constant check-ins of like, here's where I'm at. Here's what I'm feeling. Um, I'm not doing too hot in this season. Like just asking for help. Asking for help is huge. I am not good at that. Um, not at all. Even before having a baby, my yeah. friend Sarah was like, make sure you ask for help when he's here. You're going to like, it's, she has a baby too. But I'm like, no, I'll be fine. And I didn't. I wish I did so much more at the beginning. Again, it's one of those things like I'm excited to do it again and ask for help and just have mm. more people be there because they want to be. People want to be there for you. Yeah. But I'm such a, I want to do it myself kind of person. Um, but that leads to a lot of burnout and just getting overwhelmed um yeah but being able to like rely on you like it's like hey i need this like i need more of this right now like (laughs) just things like that then also just having our parents here has been amazing yeah community is amazing like just to have um like you know the saying it takes a village to raise a child Mm -hmm. i think it's so true so true um yes you can do it on your own it's just so not fun (laughs) like So possible, but it's, you're going to be so overwhelmed and just not, okay, I don't want to say like, it makes it sound terrible, but you just, you need that community to uplift you. Absolutely. Yeah. There's single moms that the only way they really do it is through community. Yes. There's moms that like my mom technically like single, single handedly. I just know there's people out there who are doing it on their own and don't have a community. And right. I just want to say you're like, you're crushing it. It's freaking hard. Yeah. But seek out community, even if it's not family. Like you yeah. probably that's probably your situation totally. if you're like that. Um community is just so good. Like you can only pour out so much mm-hmm. if you're not or you yeah. Yeah. You can only pour out if you're also being poured into. Totally. Um you can't pour from an empty cup. That's a better way to word that. Yeah. Um so even just having a community to like encourage you and when you're like having a tough time, um, just like getting that advice and support and vice versa when you're Totally. You know, down in the dumps, just being lifted up. Yeah. Um, or sorry, when you're doing really good, like just hearing that encouragement, like, hey, totally. you're killing it right now. Like, that's awesome. Yeah. And I would say that, and that's why I think it's like the world doesn't offer support like that. There's no like system that- America doesn't. <laughs> well, I don't think the world does. I don't think any of the world I think does. a lot of European, I think people like, I mean, their healthcare system is a lot different. I don't know. The I'm not, t- here. but I'm not talking like healthcare. I'm oh. talking about like trying to find a community. Oh, just people There's like not like, but what I'm trying to, the point I'm trying to get to is that like the church exists uh. and like, because the church <laughs> exists, 
that's what it is. Yeah. It's a place that you can come to and seek support, even if you don't have a faith. Yeah. It is a place that you can go to to find support, to find love, to find care, to find help, to get the the necessary things that you need in yeah. life. Like that's why those like places exist. Mm-hmm. And like the world doesn't have that. They might have some nonprofit organizations. If you want to go look it up and try and find it, there's some that exist, but a lot of them are already faith centered already. Yeah. Like we we literally like the Christian faith like invented what is like philanthropy today. Like it is what like created nonprofit organizations that serve the world. Yeah. And I think that's what's so beautiful about like the church. And even if you don't have a relation with the Lord is that the best way to find community is to go find a church. Just look it up. There's so many all over the place. And if you were hurt by the church in the past, then you were hurt in the church in the past. Don't linger on the past. One bad apple doesn't ruin the bunch. And by the way, the church isn't that person. The church isn't that pastor. There's so many other people out there. But if you look around for a church and try to find one that can best fit your needs, especially when you're in a season where you need those needs, like that is totally okay to do. I know like the, the general, like the, the typical way that, I would in most normal situations encourage someone to find a church is not find one that's based on just filling your needs, but how you can serve that church, how you can get involved and how you can contribute to that community. It's not just about sucking it out for yourself. Yeah. We're a very consumeristic like, uh, it's like, what can this culture. do for me? What can I get? So out that's of why this? like, yeah, that's why we, we typically go in with the mindset of what can I get out of this? Yeah. But most of the time what I would encourage is like go in with, more than that, like a mindset of how can you contribute to this community? How can you get involved with this? How can you serve? How can you give? All those things. But if you're in a season where you need help, if you don't have that support, if you're in a place where you're lacking, then that doesn't need to be your mindset. Mm-hmm. You don't have to go and be like, well, how can I contribute? It's like, I have nothing else to give. Yeah. I am at my bare like minimum. I am at the last straw. And that's why that community also exists is like to find that support and they can be that for you. But I I completely echo that statement of how important community is and to have people around you, whether it be, I mean, the the best is to find people in the same season of life as you because you can kind of share in those moments. Yeah, like we've joined a life group through our church and that's been awesome. But Um, even if you, you know, can't find that, like there's still people out there that want to love you and support you and can be there for that. Yeah. So, yeah, I love it. Is there anything else you want to add to that point? Um, no. No. No, I just like having a community. Yeah. And our parents are awesome. And we're still also trying to like navigate that. We're still trying yes. to figure that out. It's like going back to like our time is very intentional. And I think that this was something we were talking about the other day and I feel comfortable sharing it. But like we we're in a season where time is very constrained. It's very limited. We don't have all the time in the world to do whatever. So the times that we do have to hang out with friends our typical like friend hangout situation is usually like, let's hang out and let's just kind of goof around, do whatever. And I think that those are very fun. But I think that when you're in a season where you're having to like give so much, whether it be through work or through your, your um, like raising a child, like you need somewhere where you can like have life fulfilling conversations and can like be kind of poured back into to some degree. Mm-hmm. And so when you go to like hang out with friends and just do it for the sake of entertainment, in some ways, it's the exact same as just watching a TV show that hits that dopamine or a movie or a video game or whatever it is. And so it's really also in the season encouraged us to be so much more intentional with the time that we spend with our friends and trying to make more intentional conversation yeah. and make more memory through those like events. Yeah. So we're not just going to hang out like we used to to be like, hey, who wants to come over tonight? And we go over and it's we just all watch a bunch of YouTube videos and just kind of hang out and just... Mm 
maybe go ride or play a sport outside. And like those things are so fun. But when you're super crunched on time in this season of life, it's so important to like not only have community, but have the right kind of community that that gives you the um gives you the opportunity to like talk about what you're going through and to share in those things. Cause we're honestly like in a season right now where we're struggling a lot with like things like work and financials being in like an off season and trying to figure out our schedules and trying to like trying to game plan for the next. Yeah. And like all of those things. And like, because of that, it's super hard. But if we don't have a community where we can like be open and honest about that or like see that there's um, opportunity to have those conversations, then if we're only hanging out with friends just to like, be entertained and stuff. It's like, I don't want to go. Like, I'm just, I'm too drained. I don't want to go to like put on a face and pretend like things are fine. Things are not fine. And so it's hard. And so going back to your point that you did talk about earlier, it's okay to ask for help Mm -hmm. and it's okay to like be honest about what you're going through and not just putting up a front and being like, I'm strong. I can do this myself. It's a limiting belief in your ability to grow in life because we are limited creatures. That's just who we are. It's in our nature. So, Anyways, uh, love it. Thanks for sharing your three. Thanks for sharing your three. Yeah, no problem. Uh, so in most cases, this is where we would end the episode and we'd say sayonara, hasta luego. But we wanted to end off each episode because we're going to be releasing episodes every Friday. And to kick off the weekend, we thought it'd be really fun if we did a little segment that's called Content Comment Challenge. And content is going to be our recommendation for something for you to either watch or for you to go and see uh, or maybe binge. I don't know, whatever you feel like doing, but just some piece of content that's maybe been released or something you've been watching. The The comment section, <clears throat> it won't be relevant for this episode only because this is our first time doing it. And we're kind of recording this early as we're launching into this. But this would be the section where if uh, you guys want to comment ask us questions. Uh, we can have like the Q and a open on like the Spotify. You can do it through our social media on our Instagram, but like asking us questions, we can do a little Q and a session. We can pick like one comment or we can just read a comment. If anyone wants a shout out or if they want to just say something on the pod, then we would read that there. And then the challenge is we're going to challenge you to do one thing this weekend, something fun, something different, whatever it is, Mm -hmm. we're going to give you some ideas on what you can do for this weekend. If you don't know what to do. And if you do, that's cool. Then uh, you can just jot down that note and maybe do it on a late week, later weekend or just follow along for the next ones. So with that being said, Liz, what's your content? My content was a TV show that we watched. Is this your content? No, go okay, ahead. Okay, cool. Um, I thought it was so good. Um, I think we actually are a little behind because I'm pretty sure this came out. Like people had already been watching it by the time we had watched it. But if you haven't already... Go watch Hijack. Oh yeah, on Apple TV. Idris Elba. Is that his name? Yeah. Oh, all right. Starring, the main guy? starring Idris Elba. I think that's how is you say it, right? his name. Okay, I don't know if we said it wrong. I'm so it's, sorry. It's either Idris Elba or it's Idris Elba. Those sounded Idris the same to me. Elba. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's either Idris um, or it's Idris. Yeah, but a quick little synopsis. 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 <laughs> <laughs> A quick little synopsis. synopsis. Um, Quick little synopsis. A plane from Dubai to London is hijacked over a seven-hour flight while authorities on the ground scramble for answers. Um, Are you reading the IMDb description? 100% is exactly what I'm reading. (laughs) Um, It's so good. You got to get into it. Yeah, I think it was just written well. I think things that happened. It's just really good. It caught our attention. We binged it. It was great. Yeah. 
Yeah. I thought it was a great show. It was a great show. It's hard in the world of cinema and of TV today, especially with streaming being such a popular format now for creating yeah. content. And the stakes are so much higher for every new show that comes out that the production levels are insane. But they usually are rushing out content. And a lot of the times it's like repeat content or it's the same story or it's live action or, it's or something. Too slow and certain. Is This one was really well done in so, yeah. our opinion from what we typically watch yeah. and consume. Uh, that was really good. So... Yeah, watch Hijack on Apple TV if you don't have an Apple TV account. Yep. Um, buy one. Nice. <laughs> Way to plug it. And we don't make commission Use off of our it. code. Yeah, I wish. <laughs> I wish Disney's like, hey, we got you. Uh, great tip yeah. for content. Mm-hmm. My content is going to be for all of them uh, nerds out there because the new Ahsoka series has now dropped on Disney+. Plus. Mm-hmm. They dropped two episodes last Tuesday at 9 p.m. Eastern time. And they have new episodes every Tuesday, which means that by the time you're listening to this, if you haven't watched it yet, there are three episodes out that you can watch. And I will say that so far, this is probably one of the best Star Wars series that they've done uh, outside of like the Mandalorian. Oh, which I is, was like, really? I think it's, I mean, I think it's going to compete really well with the Mandalorian. Okay. I think that the only downside they have from reading reviews is some of the script writing just because Dave Filoni, who is directing this, who was in charge of a bunch of other like content for Star Wars. Filoni, baloney. Filoni, baloney, mm. bud, baloney cheese. He hmm. is really great with like crafting story and building plot lines and uh, with like keeping keeping the the main point, the main point. Because, you know, like a lot of shows that kind of get off on like weird subplots where you're like, where was that going? And that went nowhere. Yeah. He's great about avoiding those things, but he's not the best like uh, writer. So sometimes the script just kind of feels kind of bad. But for the most part, it seems pretty awesome and pretty epic. And so far, I am very pleased by the series. So if you're a Star Wars fan or if you love a good Star Wars show, Ahsoka is the one to watch. That's what I got for content. Nice. So this weekend's coming up. And, you know, today was National Lazy Moms Day. So (laughs) this weekend, if you're looking for something to do, I think you should go find a mom. Do something nice for her, you know? Bring her a nice little PSL, a little pumpkin spice latte. Um, <laughs> if her dishes are in the sink, you know, clean those for her. Yeah, we should have made a public announcement at the beginning of this that pumpkin spice is officially pumpkin is out back. there. Pumpkin's back. Pumpkin's back. I swear, they drop it like a week earlier every year. Before you know it, it's going to be July and they're like, pumpkin Pumpkin's back. is back. <laughs> we haven't even had pumpkin. That's what we should do this weekend. Okay, obviously... Okay, you should go get a pumpkin spice latte this weekend and get one for a mom. <laughs> wow. Where, what a way to turn this from like a selfless act of service to a what can I get out of this to situation? You know, you get double the points. Double the points. Oh, Starbucks points? Yeah. Oh, okay. That's what you're meaning. Nice. Just kidding. Classic. But pumpkin is back. So you guys should totally go. And, you know, get one of everything off the menu. It's so hard to justify pumpkin when you live in a sauna and you walk outside and it's 110 degrees. I'm not a pump, like a crazy pumpkin spice white girl, you know, nothing like that. Um, But if I do get it, I like it hot. Yeah. I get in a hot drink. Yeah. Yeah. I only drink hot coffee, really. Yeah, I think that is cold. But when it's cold out, pumpkin spice is the best. When it's boiling outside, nah, fam. No bueno. Uh, my challenge for this week, I mean this weekend, sorry, is for you to try something new, either food, drink, or flavor wise. 
like pumpkin. If you haven't tried pumpkin, <laughs> you should go try pumpkin. If you've never tried pumpkin in your life, <laughs> do you live under a rock? It took me a long time to try it. So you lived under a rock. Yeah. Well, that would make a I lot of sense. I honestly don't think I tried it until like senior year of high school, maybe freshman year of college. Yeah, you were always delayed. Well, uh, <laughs> just kidding. Oh my gosh. She was always advanced, guys, so I can say things like that. I'm the mom you need to find she- to do something nice for, and this is how you're talking to me. <laughs> No, but I would say uh, find something fun, whether it be like a new uh, like food in the grocery store. Maybe it's one of those weird fruits that you've never tried when you walk past the produce dragon section. Dragon fruit. Yeah, dragon fruit if you've never tried That's that. Uh, is passion fruit actually a fruit? I'm it's pretty sure fruit. it is. Mm-hmm. You can try that. You can try one of those weird fruits or vegetables they got Star there. Star fruit. Star fruit. You could. Tomato. And, tomato? What? Uh <laughs> But give me that. You could go and try, I don't know, like a new cereal. You could try. We should get boba. Okay. If you haven't had boba, you should try boba. My wife has ADHD. Uh, I actually don't. (laughs) He's diagnosing me with so many things right now. (laughs) Uh, But it could be a new snack or it could be a new drink, whether you're like a coffee drinker, an energy drinker. I'm just trying to think ahead of what I want to do. Or whatever else it is. Like find something that you've never tried before that your taste buds have never set upon I'm getting excited. And try it. Let your world be rocked by something new or discover a new hatred for a new food or a new uh, drink. Or third option, you're indifferent about it. <laughs> it's not that flavorful. Hmm. So you could do that. Or you could go try like new, like there's like, isn't there like pickle flavored ice cream? I like and, how like, you said flavored? go try a new thing or this and that, like, but then you stuck on food. You're like, try a new flavor. Well, okay, That's well, if I said try something new this weekend is like an, a full general statement, oh, no one's going to have a you direction. You started there and then went to, it has to be a flavor. No, so yeah, so <laughs> the the objective, sorry, got to clarify this. I was confused. Try a new food slash new drink slash new flavor. Regarding the world While of, doing something new, <laughs> like unicycling while drinking your pumpkin spice latte. <laughs> I want you to go skydiving while taking a fat bite out of a dragon fruit that you've <laughs> never tasted before. Oh man. What was that, that accent? That was weird. All right, we're getting it's late. It's getting late for us. But yeah, that's that, that would be my thing is go find something new to try out and flavor wise. Uh, yeah, flavor wise. <laughs> try something new food wise and uh let us know what you think. What did you try? Did you like it? Did you hate it? Do you regret listening to her advice? Are you gonna stop listening to the podcast now? Or is this gonna be your favorite segment that you can't <laughs> wait to get to because I always want to spice up your weekend and the Davenport's got you. So that's what we got for you guys today. Thanks so much for listening. We hope you guys enjoyed our new structure for this. Let us know your feedback. Let us know your thoughts. Shoot us a comment, a question, or a concern. Concern. <laughs> if you have one. No, let us know how your challenge goes. Yeah, let us know how your challenge goes. But let us know about how you, uh, what you think about this new structure for the pod. Do you think it's fun? Do you think it's too much? Is there too much going on here? Too messy? Too noisy? Or is it not enough? Or is it perfect? We need your opinion because we're both very opinionated and we just let go me back know and if forth. you guys actually liked that i talked a little more if you don't i can totally go back to not talking as well um i'm the full the full consensus hey it was great let's just talk a lot though can we like, really dial, like can we that. dial it back a bit i'm i don't talk a lot and i stutter with my words and my thoughts no, get jumbled most, so i'm gonna get better at it this as is the we most go. my wife has talked this entire week so this is uh this is great i'm with a baby all the time yeah the word she usually says is Donk. Donk. And dookie. Oh, careful. <laughs> or it's Actually, Miss Rachel. <laughs> no, I'm trying not to say the word careful. I want him to live his life on the edge carefully. Try it. 
Try a new flavor. Saz is going to try something new this week. All right. We'll have fun. All right, guys. Love y'all. Catch you guys in the next episode. Peace out. Bye. Bye.